Hello and welcome to Alt R Love, a podcast recapping SCOM, its remakes with its fashions, trivia, language, and songs. I'm Ben, and I'm joined with a four-time returning special guest co-host and deep web investigator of Tariai Sandvik Mo. It's Rachel, <laughs> aka Kusagrupi and Tariai Sandvik Mo Daily. Welcome back, Rachel. Thank you, and thank you for that. <laughs> Lovely introduction that tickles me to no end. <laughs> Yay! Okay, did you notice I said R and I did not look at you? So. I know. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Thank you. As always, as always. Yay. And I practiced the R in the last oh, episode with Andy. Oh, good. Uh, you know what? I did notice that. And I was like, oh, maybe he's, you know, it's like you're getting authentic. That's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> doing my best. Doing my yeah. best. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But how are you? What's up? Oh, I'm good. It's summertime. I'm busy and doing stuff. And I just went to Norway and do all kinds of fun stuff. That was awesome. It's so interesting that you bring that up because I remember it was like the first time you came on the podcast, you were planning it. And then I think the second time you were on, they got canceled. And the third time you were on, it was also canceled. So we had talked about how the next time you come on, fingers crossed. And yes, fourth time. I finally, and I, I managed to do it. And I still can't believe I managed to do it because I really thought it was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I did. I planned that whole trip three times and had to keep canceling it. And it was so soul crushing every mm-hmm. time, especially just because I travel a lot before COVID and the before time, like I'm a big, you know, so to not get to travel for such a long time and then yeah. to get my hopes up to be able to take that trip in particular mm-hmm. and then have to keep canceling it was um really a bummer. But I managed to do it and it was awesome. And I'm very, very grateful and thankful that I got mm-hmm. to do it and that everything worked out and mm-hmm. no disasters occurred. And it was a very, very good trip. So. And I followed every moment of it. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> she's here. She's there. She's meeting Tariai. She's going yeah. to the play again. Yes. <laughs> it was amazing. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. To be, to be, it was very surreal mm-hmm. to finally be in the theater to mm-hmm. see his play after doing so much you know when you run a page like mine for him Mm -hmm. you read about stuff so much and you see other people's reactions and you see photos and rehearsals and all that kind of stuff and to actually like be there Mm -hmm. myself was very surreal and the first thing that happened when I walked in because it's a super tiny theater it only holds like 50 people and there's only 20 people when you see his play um I walked in, sat down. It's only folding chairs. And I, my chair was broken and I fell flat on my ass. <laughs> and it was like the most embarrassing thing. I had a dress mm-hmm. on and I'm like flashed everyone. And luckily <laughs> he wasn't there yet. Yeah. But um, when I envisioned myself <laughs> going to that play, it didn't involve, mm-hmm. you know, crashing on the floor immediately. But I recovered. It was fine. <laughs> and it makes for a great, wonderful story, right? Sure. Yes, yeah. I overcame <laughs> oh but i'm still amazed that you actually went there it's such a dream for all scam fans to actually go to norway to oslo and to see all of the wonderful sites things like that yeah yeah it was really it was really um to see all the filming locations was awesome i have a friend who lives there who showed Mm -hmm. me around and she knows that 
you know, all the places like the back of her hand. And so she took me around and certain places were weirdly more exciting than others. Like, you know, you see all these filming locations and some of them just like hit harder, I guess. And um, like, which one? Which one hit hard like, for you? Um, for some reason, the cafe, Cafe Brenneret, where Isaac has his coffee, I mm-hmm. got to like sit in his seat and just sit there. And for some reason, that one really got me. Like I went to Nissan. Yeah. I got to see Nissan from the outside because it's um under, under construction. construction. Right? Yeah. So you could still see a lot from the outside, but it wasn't like I was there and it was cool to see it. But I was like, cool. But then at the cafe, it just felt very like, oh, my God, I'm in the cafe. And also at the hotel, because I spent the night in that hotel. Mm -hmm. And I had heard that the glass elevator was hard to find and hard to use because it's like complicated but Mm -hmm. I managed to find it it was right near my room and so I just like randomly went up to this door that I was like wait this is on the outside of the building and I just hit the button and then it just appeared and I was like (gasps) (laughs) so that was that was a moment for me because it was at the end of my trip too so it was Mm -hmm. uh bittersweet (laughs) okay so what's next then like what other travels are you planning are you gonna go do any other remakes locations or going to go back to Norway or well so I always wanted to go to Norway before I ever even saw scam I wanted Mm -hmm. to go to Norway basically my whole life to go to see up north to the northern lights Mm -hmm. and to see the fjords and all that kind of stuff so when I went this time I went to Oslo and then I went to Bergen and in between I did go through the fjords on the train and then I like took a boat through the fjords which was a bucket list thing for me and it was incredible and that was actually the day after I met Tariai and so for me that was like I was like high on life but that 24 hours was like tip top for me Mm. um (laughs) so that was really amazing and I would love to go back and spend more time in that area and then go up north but that's like a completely different kind of trip because it's not like city stuff it's like outdoorsy naturey mm-hmm. stuff and also you would have to go in the winter time to see yeah. the light so i would like to go back there but just to be able to go like i've been learning norwegian now for two years and to get to go and like be surrounded by it was really cool and so i definitely want to go back i don't know if i'll go back right away if mm-hmm. i'll be able to like I, I would love to but we'll see like i don't know but i usually try to take a trip every summer mm-hmm. so we'll see Same. if yeah, yeah. Yeah. But did you just go this weekend? Did you go to Vegas this weekend? No, no. Or so next weekend. It's actually in two days. Fingers oh, crossed, people. Okay. Oh my god. Oh, I'm getting flashbacks <laughs> of what happened in April. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> okay. I was supposed to go in April to see Lady Gaga. But yes, that's right. COVID again. Oh my yeah, god. So what why are you testing going. fate like this? What are you doing? <laughs> don't know. I don't know. Well, I, we're going this weekend because it's Jason's best friend's birthday and we go oh, okay. every year. I say we yeah. go every year. This is only my second time going. Yeah. And uh, why am I testing fate? I don't know. I, I live dangerously, <laughs> don't you know? Third no. time's a charm like me. Like, yeah. I, I, for, I really <laughs> thought I was going to get, like, I had to go mm-hmm. to a wedding right before I left and I was so paranoid that I was going to, like, I had to wear a mask the whole time and I was just like, I cannot get COVID <laughs> while, um, in Norway because mm-hmm. at the time and you and I both went away at the same time yes we did and so yeah. we were like 
right before we left was when they changed the U.S. rule mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. having to get tested on your way home. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I was really scared to get stuck there mm -hmm. as much as like theoretically sure it would be fun to get stuck in Norway. Like, yeah, in reality, that's horrible. And I would yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so luckily nothing happened and everything was OK. And yes, thank you, Rachel, for doing yeah. all that research for me. Oh, yes, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it was. I'm gl I was glad to do it. And also glad we didn't actually have to <laughs> go through all that stuff, even though I did end up buying all those tests. And now I just have mm -hmm. them. Yeah, but, well, they're you know. handy. You know, yeah, to have around. I guess, yeah. Yeah. For me, hopefully within the next two days, I won't develop any symptoms or anything like that. Yes. Have I been downing a lot of orange juice and yes. chewing on emergency <laughs> and airborne yes. tablets? You know it. Yes. That's yes. me. Are you yeah. flying there? Yes, we're flying there. Okay, okay. Yeah, so cool. we leave Friday morning. Okay. Originally, we were supposed to leave late Friday afternoon, but then now my friends are going to, oh, and they can only cool. stay for a day. Well, we're going to try to yeah. make them stay for an entire weekend. Yeah. And so they wanted to really maximize their time in Vegas. Yeah. So like, Let's fly in the morning. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I will post some pictures. I can't help yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I always love seeing all your pictures. Thank you. You guys have fun. <laughs> yeah, we do. What we, was we that? What was that? You just posted um a whole tray of food. What was that? Because that looked really good. <laughs> so my coworkers and I, we used to do like this monthly, bi-monthly get together where we would watch like, when I say old movies, it's really movies from yeah. like, you know, my formative years. So we right, would watch right. movies like clueless yeah. mean girls the oh, craft cool. things yeah. like that and then sometimes we would dress up as the characters oh fun <laughs> yeah and then have food related to the movie so you know I like see. in clueless like share yeah when share like brings food to her dad she brought like yeah. sandwiches and like you know really good coffee and then she was like chewing on bubble gum and yeah &M &M. so we would bring food like that oh cool that's so fun and so yesterday we hung out and we watched 13 going on 30. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we had cool. razzles and you know, <laughs> Pringles and things like that. That's awesome. And pizza. But yeah, so yeah. I decided to take a little picture, just post it on Instagram. It was Why quite not? a spread. I mean, yeah. it looked really good. Yeah. So I was impressed. <laughs> yeah, but it was awesome. It was good times. Good times all cool. around. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I will say sometimes I will accidentally post pictures to the Alter Love Podcast's account. Yeah. And then I'm like, eh, I'll just keep it there. That one was not an accident. But. Oh, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I do remember. I feel like you did that once when you were like at a club or yeah. something. Yes. Yeah, I was, I was drunk. And for me, it's like, since I follow, I, since I follow you on both, like I, in my head, I see the Altar Love name, mm -hmm. but I think, oh, that's just Ben. So mm -hmm. I don't think, oh, crap, it's on the wrong, you know, it was yeah. funny. I, and <laughs> If I remember right, you were like, I'll just leave it up. Like, I'll just leave it. And then I, I wrote yeah. like a message on the following source saying, you know what, F it, whatever. And I was, it was like, what, 1 a.m. at that time? Yeah. I was drunk and just not giving a shit. And really, at the end of the day, it's like, whatever. Yeah, like, who cares? People know it's who fun. I am. Yeah. You know? It would be funnier, like, if I accidentally posted scam things on my personal account, because, like, mm -hmm. most people in my real life have no idea what I do on the interwebs. Mm -hmm. They would be very confused. They would be like, who are these boys, and why are they kissing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever actually done that. I think maybe once or twice I've accidentally put up a story for, like, a split second. Same. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, and then so I, we... oh, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. Well, that's what happens when we juggle multiple accounts. 
It's true. I have a lot now, so it's uh, I have a big list. When you get yeah. to flip between them, I have like too many at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's okay. All right. Uh, are you ready for some business? Sure. All right. What key are you going to sing it in? Oh, actually, I wanted to ask you because I didn't think of this until recently. Oh, okay, what? You did you watch Flight of the Concords, the show? I watched the first two episodes. Okay, actually, so mm-hmm. did you realize they have a song called Business Time? Do they really? They do. And it's a song about basically scheduling to have sex with your partner. <laughs> oh, okay. Because you're too like you're just like two grown adults who are mm-hmm. bored with it. So mm-hmm. the whole joke is that like it's business time. Mm-hmm. Quote business yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's business. It's business time. Woohoo! That counts. So that counts go. as you singing the business. Thank <laughs> All right, you. Right there, you go. Yay! <laughs> I finally uh, did it. Fourth it was, time. I know. I know. I was like, oh, she's not going to do it. Everybody should listen to that song because it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Also, just play to the Concords are awesome. It's Jermaine Clement, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly, Jermaine without an R. Mm -hmm. Jermaine and Brett McKenzie. Those are the the two guys. He is the hot one. (laughs) Actually, they're both hot. I mean, they they both are. They both are. Both. Mm -hmm. Brett is the beardy one, and Mm -hmm. then Jermaine is the taller one. Hopefully, they won't hit us up with a you know copyright infringement of like business time. Yeah, business time. We call it the business jingle, actually. So yes, there's a difference. Okay. There you go. It's true. <laughs> Which is funny because I actually don't have any business because, as people know, I recorded uh, with Andy like two days ago, so I don't have. Any I know. Business. I was surprised. Well, I can give you some. I can give you some business. Yeah, update us I on have Tari. A bit. So with Tari, he has several things going on. He mm-hmm. has, and I can't remember if I mentioned this the last time I was here. So forgive me if this is a repeat, but. He recently received two development grants for two mm-hmm. scripts that he wrote. So one is a feature film and I think the other is a short film, but I actually don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So there are two scripts that he's written that could become movies, which is Ooh. amazing. He's also still in film school for yes. script writing. So the fact that he's only one year into his three-year program and like already producing scripts that are getting picked up for potentially to be made is like amazing you know yeah. i'm very proud of him snaps uh, him yeah yeah and um he's also got a tiny role in a movie that's coming out in september called olsen bonin which is a heist movie mm-hmm. that's a comedy so and this is actually thanks to andy that i figured this out ah. so props to andy for helping me with this but long story short Tariai's grandfather was an actor in the 60s and 70s, I think, maybe in the 50s. And he was in the Olsen Bonin movies back then. There is a whole series of them that I started in Sweden and then moved to Norway. And then Mm -hmm. apparently they're like a cult classic in Germany, Mm -hmm. which is how Andy knew. Mm -hmm. And his grandfather, Tariai's grandfather, was in those movies. So um, I think... That must be why he's got a Tariai has a tiny role in this new one. Uh-huh. And we didn't know about it until a year after he filmed it. Right. And he I think he's like a random gang member. He could mm-hmm. have a big I mean, I hope he has a bigger role than it seems, but I don't think he will. But it's cool to think that he's in this movie probably because his grand like that was his grandfather's thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that he was there's like 12 movies or something. There's a lot of them. They're my friends, my Norwegian friends describe them as like police academy movies. Oh, like okay. Comedies. Kinda, like ridiculous, stupid, silly comedies like High that. Jinx. 
Yeah. So, um, so anyway, he has a, a small role in that and that comes out in September. And then in October, he has a main role in a horror movie that in English is called Possession. And in um, Norwegian, it's called For Bonelsen. And so that should have come out a long time ago, but it kept getting pushed because of COVID. Right. So um, that is with the guy who he works with a lot, the director, Henrik Dalsbakken. And so he's that's about basically like a town that gets built on an old Sami burial ground. Mm -hmm. So and then obviously things go wrong. <laughs> so, as you know, you should never do that. Um, yeah, no. So, yeah. So that's in October. So he has a lot of stuff going on for a guy who's like in school. I was so glad to go see him in that play because I don't know if he'll be able to do any theater anytime soon with all his school stuff now. But um, but yeah, if people follow me, they'll they'll see any other news that comes up with him. But he has a lot going on. That's awesome. But hey, yeah. does that mean his hair will grow back? Yes. Yay. So I think that play. He only did it twice this time when he mm -hmm. when he did this little tiny run because it was part of a theater festival. And I obviously don't know for sure. I'm just an amateur fangirl who like mm -hmm. finds out information for other people. But I think he may not be doing it anymore. And that was the play that made him keep shaving his head. Mm -hmm. So he did that play over the last two years. He did that play. He was supposed to do the play and shaved it uh -huh. and then didn't yeah. even get to do the play. So it's like. Everyone asks me constantly why he's always got a shaved head and it's because of that play. So yes, hopefully we've already seen new pictures of him from just the other day and he has hair again. So it's only a matter of time. We might get curls back. Oh, yes. That's what <laughs> I want. Like, I don't mind a bald head, but I want um, the curls. Yes. We all want the curls and I have a feeling he doesn't care at all about his own hair because no. that's just how he is. But um uh yes he will get his hair back now i believe i hope so we'll see <laughs> it'll be nice to see him just like actually be allowed to have a haircut because for so long mm -hmm. he was either growing it out from being shaved or just shaving it and so he hasn't had a proper haircut in two years or more so wow. he deserves it you know he deserves he does. it he does yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well thank you so much for the tati i sanvik mo updates you're welcome no problem yeah yeah well i mean that's all i have i mean i don't have anything do you have anything else <laughs> well here's a funny like personal thing is that henrik home is in my hometown right now and it's freaking me out <laughs> because he's he's visiting the u.s with his family his mm -hmm. mom his brother and it would seem that his mom actually used to live in the city that i am from which is mm -hmm. philadelphia and i live just outside of it mm -hmm. and he keeps popping up in places that are so close to where i live that it's like very bizarre and mm -hmm. kind of like mind-blowing to mm -hmm. me you don't get international tourists where i live i live in mm -hmm. like suburban new jersey nobody cares yeah. about that. so for him to be here is really really funny to me and just to see him in these places i'm like this is strange and people keep trying to get me to go meet him <laughs> so that i can like complete the set of having seen both guys in one like one summer yeah. but i didn't want to be creepy when he was at the place near my house i was like i can't be that person that's too creepy <laughs> yeah. like i managed to meet tarii because i was at the theater i stood at the stage mm -hmm. door i was very respectful like i don't want to be you know you want to be respectful of their privacy so even though i knew where he was i didn't rush to the parking lot and stand there but it was tempting <laughs> yeah and it's more exciting if you just happen to see him out and about yes yeah 
I was, I mean, I looked for him when I was in Oslo because in Oslo, people do run into people all the time. Mm -hmm. And I know I have tons of friends who have run into him. Well, hopefully he'll extend his stay in the States. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even for him to just post stuff from Philly where, uh-huh. you know, that's where I, I live and work and everything. That would be cool just to see him doing anything in my city because my city's not necessarily like a big tourist spot. Mm-hmm. So it would be cool to see what he wanted to do there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, that's my other news. <laughs> Henrik's yeah. around people. Keep your eyes open. If you're and in he her looks area. Really- he looks really happy like he looks very um you know he looks like he's having a good time so that's good for him nice nice yeah <laughs> all right well that's it for business are you ready to dive into these episodes sure let's do it all right ready and on the Amo. Amo. <laughs> <laughs> we're never gonna get it yeah. it never it's never gonna happen but it's fine that's the charm of the podcast yeah sure <laughs> So today, Rachel and I will be discussing season four, episodes eight and nine, because you chose these two episodes, right, Rachel? I did. And actually, and I feel like I did this on purpose, but since I was the first one, I was your first guest host. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You started the very first season of Druck. And so these actually, it's almost like bringing it all full circle because I've done one. Yeah. Like I did one for each season. Mm -hmm. So we get to talk about Hannah. We get to talk about Mia. Mm-hmm. talk a little about Mateo and then you know so I felt like it was appropriate and I just really yeah. like these episodes so nice, nice I'm glad I got to pick <laughs> yes and you're gonna get to pick for Nora season because yeah be I'm excited yeah really Nora season too. I like a lot it's mm-hmm. one of the best remake seasons mm-hmm. of any remake so yeah. that should be good We'll see. Uh, I'm hoping for Italia maybe yeah. to uh, compete with that. Yeah, I know it's true. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to switch over to Italia now that they were doing that, if you were going to go through all the rest of the drop. I have to. There is something Mm -hmm. about doing it chronologically that just makes sense. It's more organized. Trust me, it kills me that there were breaks in this season for Altair Heartstopper and Altair Love Victor. (laughs) We just had to do that. But I'm not going to break from a remake to go on to another remake. To a different remake. Yeah, that makes sense. But I will watch it live because I have to. I know I said that for the other remakes, I wouldn't watch it until I'm reviewing it, but Italia is different, people. Yeah, and it would be a really long time for you to have Mm -hmm. to wait, like, that's a really long time because, yeah. you know, I mean, Druck has so many seasons past mm-hmm. this one. And then you would have to get through four more of Italia before you even got to his season. So, and I know <laughs> that's people like a really, really long time. Yeah. And I know people don't want me to do Italia next. Well, you never know. I mean, there mm-hmm. are some diehard Italia fans out there. There are. There are. And they all yell at me all the time, <laughs> including you. So, thank you. <laughs> Where are the Nico and Martino pictures? How dare you not post? I've actually, I've slowly gotten people, anybody who follows me will notice that I've slowly gotten out of my parallels thing because I used to make all the parallels between the remakes and OG. But just like over time, I've honestly just like lost interest in trying to, thinking up a parallel is really Mm -hmm. hard and that making those little posts is more time consuming than people think but also it's just like i've just like lost interest in the remakes as much because og has just become my favorite and really i just only want to 
post that stuff now. Mm-hmm. So I'll once in a while I'll throw in a remake just for like old time's sake. But really, I've done every. Pa- I mean, I've made a post every day for two years. Like, I've done all the parallels that exist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yes, when I did used to post them a lot, <laughs> then the Italian people would come out of the woodwork and and yeah. demand me to <laughs> add them. <laughs> And it's okay to <laughs> lose interest yeah, in the yeah. remakes and, you know, people have their, their likes and their dislikes. The cool thing is it feels like the people who follow me sort of have come with me on this journey of like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's all just pay attention to OG. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. now that the other remakes are sort of ending, yeah. it feels a little bit more, you know, they, they kind of, some of them kind of died off kind of quicker than OG yeah, ever yeah. Just because, like, if you don't really like the way it ended, or you don't like the the later seasons, or whatever, mm-hmm. and like, I was never that into France, so even though that went on for a million seasons, like, I didn't yeah. watch any of those later seasons. So for me, I don't know. I could think I could talk about Isak and Evan all day. So mm-hmm. for me, that's basically what I do. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's not what we're going to talk about today. No, not no, at all. No. But I do love. I have always liked Druck, and I have always, especially like Hannah. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to talk about yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, no, I love Hannah, too. Yeah. But before Hannah, we have the yes. Mia episode. Yes. And the title is Listen to Your Heart. Mm-hmm. So, okay, major talking points. I mean, the main talking point is that Winterberg is over. Right. Yes. How do you feel? I feel like this may become a therapy session. You tell me, how does that make you feel? Because I know that you were, you were in just the last episode or the one before you were talking about how, you know, you were upset that they had split, but then they got back together. But now how does this make you feel? Oh, I'm not happy. Not at all. Not at all. There there are so many uh, reasons why people sit down, get a drink. (laughs) Mm-hmm. We'll be here for a while. There we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll start with some positives. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try to find some positives. I love the callbacks to their relationship. Things like Hotel Hardenberg and the bathtub scene. Very cute. Although the conversation mm-hmm. there wasn't that cute. Yeah. I love just seeing his apartment in general. Right. Things like that. I do like Alex a lot. Mm-hmm. I just have a problem with Mia. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel... Yes, the two of them have fundamental differences on how they view the world, right? But mm-hmm. in terms of like money, networking, capitalism, all of that, Alex sees it as a game, but Mia doesn't want to roll in it. She wants to make a difference. How is she making a difference? I'm, I'm trying to like remember, like, what has she done? Has she made like <laughs> posters? It seems like she's telling, not showing. Right, right. I feel like, well, I feel like this plan of hers to go off and and do the journalism thing, I Mm -hmm. think that will be her way of to be able to write about the world. And that, I mean, it makes sense for her to go on that path. Mm -hmm. She is always very, compared to Nora, Mia is extra, I don't even know what the, outspoken about that kind of thing. Like Mm -hmm. Nora, it felt like more of almost like a, that was just a little quirk of her personality. But for Mia, very important to her whole deal but yeah i don't know i as far as the two of them together go like so so it's funny this is gonna this is interesting because you Mm -hmm. and i have very different feelings on these Mm -hmm. couples because so norhelm i actually like them i know you do even though (laughs) even though i understand why people don't like them Mm -hmm. but i also never think of them as the kind of couple that stayed together 
mm-hmm. best college or something. I agree. You know, they feel like the type, like they don't feel solid to me. Like it's cute that they get back together and everything, but like mm-hmm. to me, they're not, they're not an end all. They're an end game. Yeah. Right. So for Mia and Alex, it's funny because this is actually their, the way they break up makes sense to me because that is the way I feel like a Nora Helm couple would break up where mm-hmm. it's like you get to a point where you say we are so different that we can't grow together and mm-hmm. so I don't know I I kind of like applaud it to be honest I thought this whole episode was too long like it kind of felt boring mm-hmm. it went on too long like it just was like it didn't need to be its whole own episode. Yeah, it needed its own like vignette in an episode. Yes, right, exactly. But it was sort of like I I understand. I wish that more people that age gave themselves that chance to let mm-hmm. themselves go off and do a thing without being tied down to someone that they weren't completely sure about. It's yes. like, you know, it oh, would yeah, be easy totally. just to say, let him come with her and for him to be willing to go. But I do like that they made it that he wasn't sure either but it shows his growth that he was willing to go with her mm-hmm. but then at the same time he was also willing to admit that perhaps that wasn't what either of them wanted so it's like they both did grow like they you know they they weren't like this codependent mess of a you know mm-hmm. and when they're together throughout the show they always are fighting they're you know they're not they just don't work together oh as God, cute as so they could thoughts. be so yeah i mean as yeah. cute as they they were when they first get together and i think in other circumstances maybe like mm-hmm. if they both wanted to just stay in mm-hmm. berlin and go to school there probably it would have been okay but they are on journeys now <laughs> they are definitely on journeys it just seemed like like her season like they worked so hard to get together they were they're both very complex characters and that's mm-hmm. what i loved about them like fully fleshed out I also feel as if we didn't see moments of joy between them. If you yes. compare them to Mateo and David, Mateo and mm-hmm. David have so many light, fluffy moments. Yes. Whereas me and Alex, you see a lot of tension, a lot of fighting, even right. moments where they're supposed to be cute, like breakfast in bed. Mm-hmm. You could see it on Mia's face that she just wasn't feeling it. There was tension, yeah. reminiscing right. about the first kiss. It threw me off because she made like a face afterwards. I'm like, Mia, right. just enjoy the moment. And yeah. so I think, yes, I, I totally agree that people need to be their own people, which is funny because we're going to talk about it later on, but with Jonas yeah. and Hannah, they don't they're really know the, who they are as people. They're the opposite. Yes, the I wrote opposite. that down. Yeah. yeah. Their whole, see, but that's actually why I like these two episodes being at the Mm -hmm. end like this, because they show the same situation between two different couples and show Mm -hmm. exactly how the opposite can happen. And -hmm. it just depends. Like some people can't grow when they are with someone else Mm -hmm. and some people don't want to grow without somebody else. And it's like you, we all know people who are together in high school and managed to stay together. I know, Mm -hmm. I know people that have been together my whole, our whole lives that got together Mm -hmm. in high school, especially with me and Alex situation. Like they just, it's true. You never see them just being happy together. Don't, don't. They should have just like thrown that in. The fact that he just shows up at the end of a mirror season out of nowhere is like maybe if he showed up maybe one episode sooner and you could see Mm -hmm. them like having fun because then you would then it would feel a little bit but at this if this to me felt like she almost already had her mind made up before he even said anything you know and i guess she was trying to convince herself 
Yeah. Otherwise, and her acting is so good. Like you it is, saw it, it on her face. Mm-hmm. The second he, the as soon as he told her on the phone, like you can see it in her face exactly what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it just seems like yes, you know, I think she was trying to convince herself that being with him was a great idea. That he could come with her to Madrid because they have great business schools there. Right. And then like she came to the realization that no, I actually don't want to be with him. And it it was a very mature breakup. Right. I will give that to them. But it yeah. also seemed that it was the like they wrote it so that we would feel good about it. Yes. Like yeah. they wrote Alex's reaction yes. in a positive way so that the viewers could be okay with it. In a way, I don't want to say that the writers were trying to manipulate us to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is the way that Alex felt. Yeah. I will accept that. Yeah. I think my issue is just that we didn't get to see the joy in their relationship. And we also had to spend like 30 minutes watching their relationship go down the drain. Yes. And it could have been a 10 minute yes. clip in an episode. Mm-hmm. And I, I think also watching the episode, my opinion of Mia has changed. Really? That month, that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I started wondering, is Mia fun? Mm. Is she? Well, that's the good, that is a good question. I mean, like at the end, when you see her with Amira in the tent, she's, she's usually good with like the girls, honestly. So, and we haven't even touched on this yet. The ending of Mia's Mm -hmm. episode is so weird. I hate it. I hate it. it. (laughs) hate it i don't understand it at all i every time i've seen it i've watched it a few times and i'm always like what the hell is going on like what so where was she staying because you just watched the whole season i haven't seen where was she staying before just at alex's yes she was just at alex's and then once she broke up with him Really she just went she back to her old there. place and right. this girl victoria had taken right. her place victoria who we never we saw could be her hallucination right right uh-huh. it was right. so weird and i and like with the music and the dancing and it's so bizarre and like, it's the whole thing is, is so, so weird. weird because had, you never yes. see that girl before no, no. right had no. the episode just ended with mia coming home crying mm-hmm. putting on mm-hmm. the music which yes. i thought at first, I wondered, is that the song she played on the piano? It's, it's not. not. No, it's, not. it's not. But Wouldn't that have been perfect had she yeah. played the piano song? Yes, it would have. It's mm-hmm. true. Although the song that she did play is a hilarious, crazy song that wouldn't have fit that scene. It, it's mm. more they would have had to play the Chopin. She should have played the Chopin <laughs> in that date scene. Yes. Because I have always had a problem with the... Ch- the she played in the Hall of the Mountain King, which is a ridiculous song to play <laughs> trying to seduce a boy. Like, mm-hmm. it's just the worst possible... <laughs> It makes me laugh. But was she trying time. to? Pre- uh, was she trying to seduce well, him? she was trying to impress him. But like, the, yes. If he, if you want to compare it to OG or to mm. Italia or any of these ones <gasps> that have Italia. a good theme, the one in Italia is really good. Oh and my god! Lie. We won't oh. even say the the way that they did that one. Oh. But like, Nora singing is so sweet in mm. OG that like. Mm-hmm. You understand that if that guy wasn't already in love with her, by the mm-hmm. time she finishes that song, you're like, oh, he's got, he definitely is in love with her now. But with, with Mia playing that song, it just made me laugh so hard. Cause it's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. We're going to spoil Italia <laughs> for a second. 
we're going to spoil Italia for a second because someone did actually once write to me and, and said, oh my God, I love that you and Rachel talked about Italia. Oh, good. So oh, I'm good. talking about okay, it. Yes, about but it. no, but yes, I agree. Like, yeah, Mia doing the dun dun dun. Yeah, that was, yeah. It was a very like intense song. Yeah, I like, guess she wanted to show off her, songs, I she wanted to show off her, her skills with her the piano. chops. Yeah. Her chops. Yeah. Her <laughs> choppings. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. But we're going to talk about Italia. Yes. What Italia did right with Eduardo Incanti mm-hmm. and Eleonora Saba. Yes. Is that the Noras need to be impressed by the Williams. Yes. It shouldn't be the opposite way. Yeah, I love Nora singing. Yeah. I love it. It, it yeah. makes us even more endeared to her. But yes. William was always into her. Yeah. What did Nora see in William? Everyone knows I have my issues with William. <laughs> but, it, but with Italia... Yeah. We needed Eleonora to like Eduardo. Right, right, right. Him singing Creep was perfection. It was was his vulnerable moment. Yeah. So fucking cute. Yeah. So that's what they did right. And I feel like all remakes need to do that. Yeah. Yes, Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, I love the Nora scene. And as a William apologist, um, (laughs) for me, it's more about like in OG, it's more, it's not so much that he needs to impress her. It's more that she can surprise him. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, she does surprise him by doing that. And it's almost mm-hmm. like she's been so intense with him. And so uh, resistant. Yeah. It's resistant mm-hmm. for her to be playful with him. Mm-hmm. That shows at least from her point of view that like she, she is fun. We know that Nora's fun. Unlike Mia, who it's like, uh, is she? I don't fun know. Sponge. Yeah. Yes. But, and like with William, it's more like, I don't know. By the end of that scene, I'm always like, well, if I was that girl, I would totally be in, I would totally want to go out with him too, because he's just like, he's just, he, that actor can just pull it off because he's like charming, but it's mm-hmm. like, he doesn't have the acting skills to like sell it the way you know your favorite what's his what's his real name again the Giancarlo Giancarlo right yeah like he he sold that yeah that him if you put Thomas Hayes into that scene and made him Mm -hmm. do that he couldn't have done that no because like he's a pretty face and he's like a charming asshole but like he's not a he's he can't act like that <laughs> so and I've complained about his acting before. Yeah, I know yeah. he'll never yes. appear in this podcast. Right. He, he's pretty wooden. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, so I get why it was like that. I Italy could do it because they had the guy who could pull it off. I'm basically. telling you, Giancarlo could have played all the roles. He could have been Giovanni. <laughs> he could have been Nico. Yeah. Although, I mean, I do love Ludovico as Gio, but. That's yeah. another story. Yes. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, we get them all back soon. So that's get good. Get them all back soon. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. But back to Druck. Yes. Back to Druck. <laughs> okay. So, yes, the scene should have ended with her just playing mm. the somber music, and that's right. it. But then this Victoria enters. Total stranger. Total stranger just starts dancing. It was pretty mm-hmm. fucking cringe. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was I'm so sorry. cringe. And it's like, who is this girl? Is she like, is she a cool girl? Is she like yeah. some like pixie manic dream girl yeah, yeah. who believes in freedom and yeah. summer? <laughs> I'm sorry, but she was trying too hard. Trying I'm so too glad hard. that you felt the same way because I was like, I hate this so much. And at least it. at the end of the scene, they have her say, I didn't know what to do. So I just danced. Ha ha ha. But it's like, no, the way that they film that scene, it makes it have so much 
like meaning Mm -hmm. and also and this is skipping ahead to the next episode but like those two obviously have like a moment and i think we're supposed to believe that they may be dating or seeing each other on the unofficial drug wikipedia it says that she's in a relationship with mia (laughs) right right so it's just like okay so you're trying to tell me that like two days ago she just broke up with this guy that was like her boyfriend that she just Mm -hmm. spent the whole entire season crying about and now it's just like oh and now there's this random girl that you never met before that that danced around you and yeah i didn't like that at all they definitely like put it off there they did victoria dirty by having her do that because uh, i don't know how one would root for victoria right <laughs> it's true right? she's so weird it's the whole so thing so it's weird. weird it's so strange yeah. also like you come in you see this girl that's sad that's crying mm-hmm. in a vulnerable state and you mm-hmm. decide to dance i would understand if she started dancing like like goofy you know like, yeah. a, like a silly dance to like make yeah. her laugh but she was like i'm a sensual dancer yeah. i'm like, and like dippy she didn't like even say who are you or like mm-hmm. hi or nothing like they didn't mm-hmm. exchange any words she just gave her a bottle of wine and they both started drinking it like they hadn't even said anything yet it just the whole thing felt so like things like that do not happen in real life felt so fake you know it it doesn't happen i have a problem with characters who just come in and are supposed to exude coolness like i'm so carefree here's some wine i'm just gonna dance yeah she has beads all over her room that must mean that she's you know a free spirit (laughs) she's such a free spirit yeah also okay uh, is this is this a controversial opinion i'm about to say uh-oh i feel like they wanted to prove that mia is actually bisexual i also have putting... that thought. okay see yes, okay not, not controversial but it's like you don't have to do that yeah we believe you and right. if you wanted to prove that why didn't you introduce that earlier on then yeah like she could have been way earlier in the season and like they could have been flirting or even mm-hmm. like she could have noticed her and maybe mm-hmm. that's why she didn't want to be with alex because she realizes that like you know she she's attracted to somebody else or something yes but to think that she would just go off with some other girl like the second after her and alex broke up is very weird like it's just especially when they spent so much time in Amira's season on Mia and her relationship with mm-hmm. Alex and all the crying and all the phone yeah. calls and stuff it's just like I don't know I do think that for Mia for her to break up with him like that it was good for her but yes also, yes it just felt I don't know the thing is too it's like if you compare it to OG you know that they get back together but it's like it's like quick and it's like in the background and you could just see them be cute together and you're like oh good that's nice for them you don't really have Mm -hmm. to like think too much about it Mm -hmm. whereas this was like to give them a whole episode was a lot it's too much i agree yes you should never force two people to be together yeah right she's not happy be independent but again the the key word here is independent Right. Don't get with this Victoria girl. Yeah, and like, what can, are they doing? Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. we can make a parallel and say that, oh, well, I mean, Hannah broke up with Stefan and got together with Jonas right away. But yeah, Hannah but not, and Jonas mm-hmm. have an established past together. Right, right. Victoria is a figment of her imagination. Right. <laughs> 
it's true it's so bizarre and it was like since i hadn't watched the whole rest of the season i I couldn't remember if you ever saw or heard of that girl before nope it was just so strange because it was like uh i don't even feel like getting it like like, what were they trying to do artistically oh she's like the girl that took your room and so she's living your life the life that you could have had and look how free she is and it's like no no that was dancing was so weird if she just didn't dance maybe she just walked in and was Mm -hmm. like oh hey is everything okay okay? i recognize you i've Mm -hmm. seen you in pictures or something Mm -hmm. like anything but it's like oh no it's the dancing it's (laughs) the dancing it's the dancing and like the overt like she's obviously coming so chill so relaxed yeah like i don't know it just feels weird the whole thing feels weird and i don't like (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure i'm gonna shit on someone right now by saying this but I think she's like into crystals, you know? Mm, oh, she's definitely into crystals. <laughs> she's totally into crystals. Yes, yes. Totally. I'm sure if we totally. do a freeze frame on that room, there's crystals. Yes, there are crystals. <laughs> I'm sorry to the listeners out there who are into crystals. You can be into crystals and you like he crystals. is allowed to be into a girl that's into crystals. <laughs> but that scene and a lot of my a lot of my issues ever with any remake always mm-hmm. comes down to when you compare it to OG. Everything mm-hmm. that happened in OG, for the most part, felt mm-hmm. very realistic. And so it's like anytime you do something where there's it's overly dramatic, mm-hmm. it feels not, like it, that's you're taking away the thing that makes scam scam. Mm-hmm. to do a scene like that feels and you know Druck is pretty good with keeping it real yeah like, it is compared to some of the other remakes it feels more real than the others but mm-hmm. in that instance it was like what in the hell is even happening and it just I've never who liked who approved of this scene <laughs> what's going on it's so weird it well so I'm glad weird. you agree because I was like thank goodness that I was afraid well. you were like oh that scene it was so good oh my god Rachel <laughs> you should know me by now I know. You should know. No. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. I swear. I swear sometimes it seems like I hate these shows. I don't. I yeah. don't. I criticize no. them because I yes. love them. Right. Because I enjoy them. And I mean, this episode mm-hmm. had one of my favorite parts of this episode was actually just the part with um Hannah and Mia drinking wine and being mm-hmm. silly. And like, but although I will say mm-hmm. that Mia and I know at least you and I have said this before, the fact that Mia is so old in real life, like the, her age is so much higher. Mm-hmm. That scene felt so grown up to me. Mm-hmm. Like the wine scene felt like too grown up to me. Mm-hmm. At least when they were like chatting, I was like, this is like two 30 year olds, like two yeah. 17 year olds don't really sit and do this. But at the same time, I did like just watching them hang out and talk and he's silly and yeah like that was that was you know hannah being wine drunk is very on brand Mm -hmm. for for any ava characters Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was nice to see that (laughs) and they brought up toilet sam yes yes r.i.p r.i.p yeah yeah you were so against him (laughs) i'm so against him you know what i don't want to say absence makes a heart grow fonder but you know thinking back he wasn't that bad you know what? I would rather have him back than Victoria. <laughs> I like him more than I like Hans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Hans. Yeah. Well, mm. you get to see him again. Was that? Yeah, yeah that was the next briefly. episode. But... Okay, that's another thing is that Hans and Victoria never interacted. So that's why yeah. I think Victoria is fake. Who yeah. interacted with Victoria? 
no one it was like no one. Just, it's like so what some random girl just moved into her so she's like the roommate of mateo and and hans and what's their lynn's name i forget the other girl does she I still think, live is there? it lynn is it lynn another it's lynn i, I can't i can't weird. keep track of them okay. all but why why was she, victoria invited to that there i know we're jumping ahead to the last episode yeah. why was she invited to that scene oh, but, don't even get me started because why was alex invited to that? <laughs> but i do feel like alex was friendlier with the group he did the prank with them he oh, and Jonas right. you know photocopied the genitalia yeah, and then right. the, uh, the color felt, war like that felt very it would be very easy to just pick him out yes, and pick yes. him out of that party he did not belong there especially him standing there like oh like he was ready to just move to another country for, <laughs> for Mia and then he's yeah. like watching her flirt with Victoria and he's just like smiling at her this is not, not I, th- I think he was just smiling at Mia dancing alone because victoria was not there (laughs) she is this is my new favorite theory i think we should just stick with that and then we should feel better like mia's just had a break with reality (laughs) oh my god the internship does not exist she made it up she made it all up she's just she just bought a lot of beads and hung it in her own room now what was really in that wine oh my god oh my god it's so funny yeah i don't i didn't understand why alex was at that party i i seriously was like what is he doing here yeah. <laughs> he just he but, just broke up yeah. and everything <laughs> we'll talk but, more about that later yeah, well, yeah. but let, let's go back to mia and hannah hanging out this yeah. is a small thing i loved when mia called stefan sven yeah that was funny yeah but i, <laughs> I guess that scene proves that mia can be fun if she's drunk yes yeah like if she's drunk or i think she's just i mean and i feel like we all have friends that are like super dramatic when it comes to their relationships mm-hmm. but then if they if you get them when they're okay or happy in a relationship or single like they're totally different people and they can just mm-hmm. hang out and fun i feel like she's just like a drama girl like she's she, just she always is. crying Teen and i too feel much. like yeah like and she i think it might be because the actress she's so good at crying mm-hmm. they really feel it but then i feel like maybe they wrote her too many scenes where she's just crying all mm-hmm. the time nora didn't cry like that no. the other noras don't cry like that mia cries all the time <laughs> she cries a lot yeah she really does yeah i just think that mia is on that track mm-hmm. in life where she's just constantly going to be unhappy and yeah. unsatisfied yeah i mean she's so young that Mm -hmm. she needs time to figure herself out she does and that's okay like that's Mm -hmm. exactly what people should do Mm -hmm. when they're that age but it's like i don't know her relationship with him always felt too grown up anyway and it's almost like they were playing it being grown-ups but then in the end it's like well actually you know you're high school students and Mm -hmm. that's why it's such a mess because you can't just pretend like you're mature Mm -hmm. like you have to earn that yeah yeah Uh, i don't know but they did have a pretty mature breakup yeah they did mia lucked out at that dinner with alex because he was understanding and i really liked how honest he was when he asked her like i want you to be direct like tell me what's going on admit it admit it that you don't want me to be here and right. you know, she did admit to it, which I will give her points because, you know, I have to be kind to Mia, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
and you know what maybe maybe this is meant for us to see her as a more human more vulnerable character but yeah. she's not always this pillar of strength yeah but it just it felt out of character mm -hmm. i felt like she was stepping out of the mia box and becoming right. another character yeah i don't know i mean i i feel like i could relate to her a lot in that mm -hmm. part where she was kind of still on the fence i guess mm -hmm. because it's like you know making a big decision like that is really hard and especially when you care about someone like that it's hard mm -hmm. to put yourself before the relationship and especially your first love situation mm -hmm. where it's like for her to admit to herself that isn't what she wanted and you change so much when you're that age you go through so many changes that like maybe she is becoming a different person because maybe she realizes that she doesn't want to be the girl that cries about her boyfriend all the time and like maybe she wants to go off and do things by herself like that's why i do kind of like how, the way they set it up with him saying oh well i'm gonna come with you and oh my school's right around the corner from you and like just seeing her face drop because it's like he just she just could wouldn't be able to escape him mm -hmm. and, not, and not like that would be a bad like i said like if they just stayed in berlin and went to school i think it would have been fine but mm -hmm. to go off to another country and start a new life and try to like do new things and learn new things to have your old boyfriend from home who's probably gonna make you cry all the time like yeah. i don't know like i don't know so i feel like girls girls or people in general like her who are that ambitious and driven like i'm sure a lot of people like that have to make a decision like that because mm -hmm. you don't want to be tied down to someone yeah. so I, yeah I, i'm all for her and other people finding their own path maybe it's just yeah. the way it was written yeah maybe it's the it way was, that like yeah yeah was, and like you expect them acting. to get back oh. to you you expect them to get back together because that's mm -hmm. the story from og and it's like you just are like and then he comes back and you're like oh good now they're back together oh but now they're not <laughs> well, unfortunately i was spoiled i knew they were oh. gonna get back together oh, no no I, I, it's 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 so hard with these remakes you yeah it's true. you just you, you see these clips like i knew of victoria's existence so oh. i guess in a way it's my mm -hmm. fault because i had so many expectations for yeah. their chemistry right. together and there wasn't really any chemistry between Victoria right, right. and Mia. So right. I guess I will take some blame for that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's just, it. in some ways it works, in some ways it doesn't. But yeah. I mean, I you know, I feel like it takes guts as the show writers to break up a couple like that. Mm. And, you know, give them good enough reasons, I suppose. Even if it, especially when you know it's not the thing that people want to see. Mm -hmm. So... But I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's like a it, it, and it was just too long. Yes. We we already got the sense that they weren't gonna end up together because yeah. of her conversations with Anira. So we didn't yeah. really need a 30 minute episode to drag it out. Yeah, like I felt mm -hmm. like it definitely dragged and and especially because when I started the next episode, I was so mm -hmm. into it right away. Yes. And I went, ah, mm -hmm. like that's the feeling you should have, especially mm -hmm. for like big series ending mm -hmm. episodes like that. Uh, so. But before we get into the next episode, yeah. do you have any other talking points, anything else to point out? No, I don't think so with this one. All right. So let's get on to it. It's episode nine. The title is All is Love. Yes. The big thing here is Hannah and Jonas get back together. We do have that scene at the beginning where Hannah's not in the best mood 
because it's the anniversary anniversary of her mom's death. I think he's really the only person she can talk to about it. I I, I get the feeling they talk about it every year, you know. Mm. I, I do like that he wasn't there to cheer her up because that's not what mm. she needs, you know. Right. She just needs someone there. Sometimes all you have to do is just be there for someone. Right. Just like exactly. your physical presence sitting next to them mm-hmm. is enough to help them get through it. Right. Yeah. You know? Especially with something like a like a death. A lot of times when you have something like that in your life, people either A, try to cheer you up and mm-hmm. it's like, it's a non-cheer upable thing. Mm-hmm. Like, but also people try to either make you talk about it in a way you don't want to talk about it, or mm-hmm. they, people will skirt around the issue and like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you can't even say the word mom in front of them that yeah, day. Yeah. You know, it's like that kind of thing where sometimes you do just need a person who's willing to just say like, do you want to talk about it? And mm-hmm. if not, we can, or we can, or, you know, it's also the same, like if someone is ill or has some kind mm-hmm. of like illness and people are afraid to like, like mention it. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Like if you just want to talk, sometimes you do want to talk about it, mm-hmm. but, and also, but not be placated by the person and been like, Oh, you know, it'll, you'll feel better. Cause it's like, you won't. No, you sometimes won't. It's good. Sometimes it is good to just talk to someone about it. Exactly. But that scene was really cute at the water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the cupcake, uh, the really the messed cupcake, up bargain bin pencil, Yeah. <laughs> and just him, anytime he has a guitar, like, you know, I love this Jonas. Like, he's one mm-hmm. of my favorite oh, he's, ones. Oh, he's one of the tops. Yeah. Yeah. And he's always so sweet with her. And he he never got over her. And you got to see that that whole time mm-hmm. throughout the entire series. So I, I love that. Um we go back to the beginning with the two of them mm-hmm. and it's more, it feels more, no, it's, it's more organic. Yeah. Too, it's more meaningful me. too than like say Eva and Jonas in the original, because with the two of them, like it, you, it's nice to see them get back together, but it's sort of like an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Whereas these two, you're like rooting for them. You really want them to be together. Cause they're so cute together. I I think it's because Druck really spent time and effort throughout mm-hmm. the four seasons, like reminding us about Jonas and Hannah yeah, together. Yeah. Whereas I feel like in OG, mm-hmm. they kind of dropped that off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, they definitely did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because up until the very last episode, she was with Penetrator Chris, which, oh, Penetrator Chris, I miss him. Um, <laughs> I can talk about and him And Jonas was like hooking up with all kinds of random girls, which is like mm-hmm. fine. Do whatever you want. Fine. But it's like, but, yeah. but it was nice to see them. You could tell that they both were having meaningless relationships with other mm-hmm. people. And then for them to be together again is different. Yeah. I don't think that Eva and Jonas uh, should have ended up together at the end of OG. Yeah, I feel I like- think she should have ended up independent and just yeah. figuring out her own shit. Yeah. yeah they didn't yeah. feel like an endgame to me. Mm. Well, mm. uh Yuli has said that they aren't endgame. Like they had a kid mm-hmm. together and then they broke up. Mm. So that that's their that's their after story that she tossed out one time on <laughs> I don't remember Twitter or Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. So they they have a kid together, but just like how Isak and Evan went off to school and Isak went with Sana and like all those little mm-hmm prologue things that we got at the lot. Yeah, yeah, like 
Isak and Evan do seem yeah. like an end game to me. Like right. I accept that yeah. I want that. Wait, yeah. what did you say about uh Sana and Yusuf? Sana. So what she had said was that Isak went off to school for biophysics and mm-hmm. Evan went with him. They went to Trondheim mm-hmm. to go to college. And Evan went with him and Evan was gonna get a job in the area. So they mm-hmm. went off together. And then Sana also went to the same school as Isak to go to medical school. So they mm-hmm. got to be students together oh. at the same place. And then Yusuf went with her. So it was like, okay. So then those two couples ended up together. And then it was that Eva and Jonas had a kid together, but then they probably broke up after. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember if she ever did that with Nora and William. But they didn't end up together. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm sure they didn't. But like, I don't mm-hmm. remember if they if she ever gave us like a little end story mm-hmm. like that. I can't. I'm not sure. I feel like she has a special place in her heart for Nora because I feel she does. I and she'll never be on this podcast. So I can say yeah. this, but I feel like Nora is her character. It's who she yeah. wants to be, who she aspires yeah. to be. Is it wrong to say that she's like maybe like a self insert character, Nora? Well, I always feel like all the characters are her. You know what I mean? Like she's mm-hmm. like each one of those characters is a part of her because mm-hmm. she's I swear to God, she's like the coolest, mm-hmm. smartest, like most interesting. She's just like got it all going on. But she definitely has a thing for William because Yuliandum compared to everybody else loves William. She does. <laughs> and people like make fun of her for it because like she was so into that. Mm-hmm. which feels weird because like so many of us don't care about him like that you know mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know i forget what we were talking about i forget too wait just, i think just the future <laughs> with jonas yeah, and yeah. oh right we're talking right. about, we're talking like, about drunk jonas, jonas and yeah hannah. so yeah, yeah, jonas yeah, yeah. and hannah like they felt solid to me like they mm-hmm. felt like they belong um, and who knows like f- you know in a couple years maybe they won't be together again but mm-hmm. but they they really loved each other and respected each other and they understood what they had and what they'd lost and they ex- got to explore other things but then it, it ultimately decided they wanted each other in the end so that's good that's sweet because they had a year to explore other relationships mm-hmm. right and i do like what hannah said about how she initially broke up with him so that she mm-hmm. could find herself but a year later she still hasn't found herself but right. she wants to find herself with him because right. he is there to comfort her he knows mm-hmm. her he can help guide her and right. i think vice versa too Jonas may seem as if he knows himself well but i'm sure he is young he has yeah. a lot to discover about himself you, let's not forget hot mess Jonas in the earlier seasons when Mm -hmm. he was not with her it's like he let her go off and do the thing that she wanted to be able to do but he never Mm -hmm. forgot her and that's it's romantic it's nice like it's it you know it makes me feel nice I like I just like their friendship and and then even i'm skipping ahead in the episode but even doesn't matter skip ahead all you want yeah yeah like when she comes to the room you know when they finally get back together uh-huh. and he, does, he doesn't go for it right away no and he says how scared he is mm-hmm. and I, it's good like it's they can be so honest with each other and mm-hmm. vulnerable and but it's so sweet too <laughs> like i just really love those two i i love them together and like i'm rooting for them and if they do break up in the future i'm okay with that but mm-hmm. i think what's making me feel okay with that is knowing that they will have like such a meaningful relationship. Like they had a meaningful relationship that they will right. continue to have more and that they're going to be better people because of yes. one another. 
Right. Because yeah. it's like, you know, it's the absence makes the heart grow fonder thing. Like mm-hmm. they, they could see what they were lacking when the yeah. other one wasn't with them. And it wasn't just silly high school relationship stuff. It was real stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the thing with her mom, you know, it's like, he, it's almost like he's her best friend. And so he's the only person she can talk to about some things. And so mm-hmm. you can't discount that. Mm-hmm. And I have to say one of my favorite lines, well, one of my favorite parts from that last episode is the part with Mateo and David and how there's the line where I had to write it down because it's so cute when she Mm -hmm. says, uh, it's when Mateo shows her the picture of them uh, that they took. And he said, you guys were so in love. Yeah. And Uh she said, we're just friends. And he said, got it. We are too. And he points (laughs) to David and it's like, (laughs) it's like, yeah, we're just friends too. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're just mm-hmm. right. So it's um sure. that was really cute. Like and and also just that was the most animated Mateo I think ever got when he like does his little dance. <laughs> when, when he learns does. that she broke up with Stefan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And he goes, yeah. Like, I never liked that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love how he was still on the couch. He was still a sloth. He was like, such a sloth. <laughs> but still a cute energized yes. sloth. Is that yes. oxymoron? Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes that scene i like that scene a lot it's really really cute and Mm -hmm. the boys are so cute together and i always love the the relationships between like hannah and mateo Mm -hmm. i think of all the remakes they have one of the better um yeah relationships like Mm -hmm. you see them together throughout the whole series so i like that they're still friends and she's still they're they're all cool with each other Mm-hmm. And I love how Mateo ushered everyone out of the room because yes, he knew because that that was they like, needed their moment yes. together. So you, so you know what I thought of? And I'm, I don't know if this is true, but first of all, that feels like a callback to the scene. It is. It of is. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. also the way they shot the scene of Hannah and Jonas kissing looks just like the pool. Yes, and, with the camera yes, spinning around yes, them. And it's like that yep. that wide shot of the two mm-hmm, of them. And mm-hmm. it's sort of like they're in the middle of the screen and mm-hmm. not at the top. I was like, oh my God, they made it look just like the yes. same. Mm-hmm. And that was like really cool. Like yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. Since that's the scene I have to, you know, me making all my posts, of course. <laughs> all those your parallels. Are, yeah, like I know all those scenes by heart. So I went, yeah, oh my yeah. God, it's the same shot. <laughs> yeah. <Uh-oh. sighs> I also, yeah, I love that he gave her the gift that he was holding on to yes, from so the cute. Abby Ball special. And it's mm-hmm. her nose. Yes. How adorable. <laughs> it's really cute. I mean, yeah. Jonas, in the beginning of like season two, he is such a mess. And mm-hmm. you feel like, dude, you need to move on, calm down. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but he really, he held a candle for her. Like, it mm-hmm. is very sweet. And, but he was not pushy about it. No. He didn't go ridiculous over the top, try to seduce her, woo no. her, or something. Mm-hmm. He just was there for her mm-hmm. as a friend. And, you know, that's important. Like, it was just, I don't know. They're so cute together. I can't. Yeah. He was just, <laughs> he was even. patient. He respected her mm-hmm. as a friend and knew yes. that sooner or later she would turn around. And come around again and she did mm-hmm. and even though he was afraid right yes mm-hmm. yeah and like he went off with all those other girls that he was hooking mm-hmm. up with like throughout the whole rest of the series and mm-hmm. he didn't find what he wanted either so i was just happy for them it, it's a guy i just love the two of them and i just Dang. love hannah she's one of mm-hmm. my favorite evas she like really is too she's just so relatable mm-hmm. and like warm yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Like Eva, OG Eva, like we all love, of course. Mm. But also, she's like that problem friend that you have that's like drunk all the time and mm-hmm. ugh, all the stuff that she did. We love her, but also you're like, you're kind of problematic. But Hannah just wasn't really like that. She was no. just okay. So, yeah, I always liked her. Well, speaking of Hannah, yeah, she had that brief scene when she looked at the bench and was like reminiscing. Mm-hmm. And then oh, we yeah. saw Zoe. Yep, yep. Next gen Zoe. I wonder, was she the original main of season five? I don't think she was because they started the Nora season pretty soon after. Actually, no, I guess it was a while between mm-hmm. the it end of Amir. Yeah. I don't think Amir so. ended in 2019. That... And then I don't think Nora started until. Tw- fall 2020 yeah Yeah. i yeah i don't know i think it was just a way to introduce like oh kiki has sisters Mm -hmm. as a like you know that kiki has sisters but you've Mm -hmm. never seen before and Mm -hmm. then yeah to see her i actually didn't remember that we saw her like that and i was Mm -hmm. like oh my god there she is but then nora's storyline is very different than zoe so yeah it is but but we knew nothing about zoe in that one scene yes i wondered like yeah yeah that that could have been like Mm -hmm. the setup and then they Mm -hmm. changed their mind or something Mm -hmm. and they're like oh actually this actress doesn't have the chops to be yeah yeah he's an interesting character you'll see so we had mentioned earlier hans being back for a bit oh right yeah i was i mean i was okay with him coming back i I feel like if it's the last episode, you have to bring back everyone who has played a major role. And right. it's very typical on brand for Han. So barge into the room right. with Hannah yeah. and Jonas there and, you know, wanting yeah. breakfast. He still hasn't learned personal space yet. Right. <laughs> so do you hate him any less now that it's over? I don't want to say I hate him. I know you strongly dislike I Han. I strongly <laughs> dislike him. He is not my favorite us guild or nowhere near the top yeah like and i haven't seen all the remakes but right now he's pretty much at the bottom at the bottom yeah mm-hmm. i'm trying to think who i mean i love philo he's great yeah milan milan from what i saw which we know how i feel about what the fuck but milan right. was but a he's a great he's, a, he's like yes he was he's a one good, of like the yeah he's a, yes he's a good s guild yeah i mean hans is at the bottom for me yeah and mika mika mika, mika, mika and french, i don't like mika. him either the french one he's he's also he's lower tier and then the other ones are above ralph, ralph is from ne- netherlands right or something like that oh yeah he was he's barely in it though like yeah. you don't see him very much because they didn't ever do an isak season mm-hmm. so you didn't get to see him as guru you only mm-hmm. saw him as nora's roommate eve counts right who eve isn't, isn't, isn't she the the one in austin i never saw austin so oh, i don't yeah, know well, don't worry you don't have to watch it <laughs> actually i will say i will say the nora season was a lot better than the Eva season. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen it and I I've never seen Espana either. Any oh, actually, of it. Yeah. I, does Espana have one? I think it does. I don't know. They I haven't must. really seen much of Espana. Yeah, no. Well, no, but it's tricky because their Isaac is Chris. Right. Yeah, their whole situation is confusing. So I don't I don't know what the deal is. Like the yeah. Isaac is the it's I think cool. Lucas, which you know, one of the mm-hmm. many Lucases, I think right. he plays the Eskild <laughs> at certain points for Chris. Oh. Oh, I think I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Find out in 2027. <laughs> All right. So 
I think the last talking point is the party, right? Yes. Yes, yes. So I love that it's a farewell party to Amira because she is mm. Queen Amira. Mm. And I love that everyone's there. And honestly, at this point, I got teary-eyed. Yeah, so did yeah. I. Yeah. It's very good. And it's especially not even scene. after having seen the whole season leading up mm-hmm. to it. I mm-hmm. was still very like touched by it. Especially so the emotional. end, the very mm-hmm. end. Yes. Yeah, the film, but the film—it's yeah. just so sentimental. It's so meaningful, and I know I that mean, yes, OG had like that whole breaking yeah. the fourth wall by yeah. including the viewers in, and they did it too. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that Druk did it. I don't want to say it was better; it was different. You're watching it, thinking you're watching the characters, and then slowly yes. it becomes apparent that it's actually the actors that are talking mm-hmm. to you. It mm-hmm. is breaking the fourth wall in a way. Yes. Because Druk is always concerned with the way that it's like real young people and like the real how they really feel and like mm-hmm. how the actors, you know, the actors are very involved with like, I don't know, just like the characterizations of these people. Uh-huh. And so the fact that they like they're interchangeable, like the actors mm-hmm. themselves are young people who they have, are, the theme, you know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. what they were speaking from the heart they and it are. wasn't just a script. Yes, it wasn't it's a script. Very, yeah. It was very, it was very like pure, genuine. It was, yeah. it was like intimate, just seeing like the behind the scene clips, mm-hmm. but also like merge with like actual clips from the episodes yeah, and right. like the message that they were like conveying, it wasn't heavy handed. And you know, I, yeah. I have an issue sometimes when like shows are just like a little bit too obvious with their message, but basically right. it was just, you know, they said, be you, mm. don't let others box you in. And it's yeah. like a mantra for the viewer. And, and right. it's a great, wonderful message for like, yeah. the young generations that are watching the show. Right. Yeah. yeah. I always feel like Druck more than any of the other remakes is always concerned with like actual viewers who are actually mm-hmm. the age of, of the characters. You mm-hmm. know, like it feels like in that way, the OG was made specifically for 16 year olds. It's like, I feel like Druck is very good at that like you can tell that's what their target audience is they're not trying Mm -hmm. to like you know if other people like it that's cool but they're very concerned with that and i like that yeah they try to keep it real (laughs) they keep it whereas like you know people have said this before whereas like france is more of a television show yeah that's like a soap opera which is fine Mm -hmm. right but it's also like it's just the the spirit of og yes it's lost a little bit that Mm -hmm. that way Mm-hmm. And maybe not for like the newer seasons, but at least for like the original four seasons, it did feel like it's more of a soap opera, you know, mm-hmm. like a, like a, in America, a CW show, like a Riverdale. Yes. Yes. Like it would be that we always say mm-hmm. that like Scam France is the Riverdale of the Scam <laughs> yeah, world. And it's really. like, that's fine because plenty of people yeah. like Riverdale, but mm-hmm. the reason why a lot of us like Scam at all is because it's nothing like that. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like Druk keeps that spirit a little. They, they're the ones that hold the candle. Mm-hmm, yeah, and they chose the, the right character to like give that message. Yes. David, like he is yes. the perfect character yes. to let the audience know. When he looks in the camera at the end, like truly, I had goosebumps at the very end. His like last little thing that he says that was really good. Yes, yes. And I love the party. Like I like the party. I like that they're all just like having fun and. Mm-hmm. They all it, just look so cute, like dancing it, and stuff. It's like a nice feeling. <laughs> it's definitely like a proper send off, like a farewell to this generation yeah. for everything they've done. And like, I just, yeah. I feel so grateful. Just yeah. 
being able to see the scene yeah watching them interact and like the girl squad having like the last hug together it's just so meaningful because yes ultimately the show is about friendships and these five girls and everything they've gone through yeah and also like Abdi and Sam, Sam. Mm-hmm. you get to see their little thing at the end, which was yeah. also cute. And like um tying yeah, up a loose end with yeah, them. It's like, like oh right. yeah, we gotta we gotta right. Gotta yeah, this. like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just I that it's it's one of the better endings, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is good do... at the party scenes. They do those a lot. They do, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they do say it's our love. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, God. I hear uh, you. Yeah. That last episode, I really like a lot. Yes, 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 I do. Yeah, I do and too. it's and I like that they brought it. Unlike the Mia and Alex thing, the way that they tied it together with Hannah and Jonas, and also made it, you know, they they did drop in the little bits from the other seasons mm-hmm. and brought everyone together. Like it yeah. felt all of that felt perfectly fine and organic and it was a good episode start to finish. And mm-hmm. you know, none of that felt extraneous. Mm-hmm. Unlike the Mia episode, which felt yeah. like not, you know, unnecessary half right, of it. Right. So basically that's the answer to the next question of so overall, what did you think yeah. of these episodes? <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. You gave your answer. Yeah, I've been a, I've been a guest many times. I know, right? <laughs> I can just I can just anticipate what you're going to ask me. I know me. you're reading my mind. Yeah, yes. but no, I, same thing. Everyone knows how I feel about these episodes. Um, I never doubted Hannah and Jonas getting back together, mm. and so I'm glad that I got to see you know them coming together. I didn't really well, no, because the whole episode wasn't about them. So mm-hmm. actually. The length of time devoted to them getting back together, it's fine. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. And especially because you got to see like the other characters kind of like interacting, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, with all the Mateo stuff Mm -hmm. and then all the boys in the room when they were making the signs and stuff. Like like, we got one last moment with the boy squad, Mm -hmm. last moment, like the Mia and Amira thing in the tent. It's like we got all these little moments of everybody together. You got Carlos and Abby talking about the Sukkot and the egg thing yes, in the pan. Yes, that right. Yeah, that was so good. I just that love those. Adorable. I, <laughs> I can watch them talk oh, for a while. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, so overall, yes, I did enjoy these episodes. I guess, you know, Mia's was necessary because they had to end that relationship. It didn't need a whole 33 minutes, but whatever. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I think the last episode really made up for it. Yeah. I agree. All right. Are you ready for our fun sections? Yeah, let's do it. First up is MVP. Who is your most valuable player of these episodes? Mine is Jonas because he's just a little sweetie and I love him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, you know, he he was true blue about Mm -hmm. Hannah that entire, the whole series Mm -hmm. from the moment they broke up until now. It's like he, he really went through it. And he ended up with what he wanted, but he was never a jerk about it. And he was, you know, he's there for Hannah when she needs him. And also he's just like, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, he was very consistent with his goal. Yes, exactly. But Mm -hmm. not overly pushy about it. And not Mm -hmm. in like a cartoony, annoying way. Just was like, you know, he he obviously cares about her and Mm -hmm. did it the right way. And so he Mm -hmm. got rewarded in the end. Yeah. Also, I like to just watch him play guitar and oh, sing it. Nice. Pretty awesome at that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was your, your MVP? Okay, this is like a total cheat of an answer, but it's everyone except for Mia and Victoria. 
แอนแฮมแอนฮอนส์ that's like the that's like the snappiest answer you could give right it's like yeah, the negative everyone yeah. but them everyone but yeah. you three yeah wow. none for you yeah none for you definitely not Victoria for me <laughs> no no not Victoria <laughs> no I just I think that last episode, seeing them all interact together, they were just being their authentic selves. The boy squad being together, their little hijinks and their conversations, their little jokes together. Yeah, Hannah and Jonas, like it's bringing us back to the start. So I, mm. I got to give it to them. And the girl squad just being together. So I guess, I guess, because Mia is a part of the girl squad, she gets <laughs> that little bit. Mia is not dead to you. <laughs> She's not dead to me. Victoria certainly is. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm gonna give it to everyone except for them. and Amira because she's Amira and Amira deserves better, you know, and more. Sure, sure. Yeah, you sure, know it's you know. true. She gotta, you know. Yeah, like it is funny season. that they they gave her a shorter season and then still gave Mia that long episode mm-hmm. because you're like, why did they? Why they could have felt like they could have cut those together. You know mm-hmm. the, the Amira stuff and the Mia stuff, the way that they did in OG with Nora and Sana, mm-hmm. like that was going on during Sana's yeah, season. Exactly. So it is a little weird that they did it that way, but oh well, what are you gonna do? Okay, I should be done talking about that. We are talking <laughs> about MVP here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on to best songs or song. What did yeah. you select? Okay, so one is in the Mia episode, the song that plays, I believe, over the the breakup scene is that song Berlin. Mm-hmm. I, yep, same. Yeah, that song I love. That song, that mm-hmm. song's been on several soundtracks of things that I love, mm-hmm. and it's just it always hits like, and that was really good, mm-hmm. especially in that scene. Even if we don't agree with the scene, it was yes. like, yeah. Um, and then my other song was "Is Promises" by Calvin Harris in the dance part because that's mm. anytime i'm like out and i hear that song i just yeah. always it's the drunk song because <laughs> i don't like ever listen to pop music so for mm-hmm. me anytime i recognize something it's usually from a scam and so mm-hmm. but that's always that is the drunk dance party song awesome awesome <laughs> did you have others so originally i had three songs but then oh. i decided to cut one of them okay. so i did have that berlin song by rye x but you know, yeah. it's just a beautiful somber song yeah. and how perfect that the title is berlin berlin right berlin, exactly right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like where where was metro playing right by the yeah. berlin <laughs> no more words <laughs> no, I'm, kidding. Yeah. I'm glad you get that i get that it a lot I of people it. would get that yes you got yeah <laughs> We are of an age. <laughs> we are of an age, yeah. yeah. And then I did have Promises by Sam Smith. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, is it just because I like the song? Mm-hmm. And I do. Yes. And I was like, oh, I got to put it on one of my like playlists for like long yeah. car rides. So yeah. I thought, mm, okay, I like the song, but it's not like the top song. Yes. Right? The top song would be Forever Young by Fred. Oh, yeah. I almost put that down and then mm-hmm. I was like, because I was trying to remember, do they play that song over other yes. remakes? So in OG Nora yeah. season, mm. at the end, oh, of at the end of season, the party, but they played at, right. "Young Forever" with Jay Z. Yes. Right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's right. And then I think that they played it at the end of "What the Fuck," the very sure, last scene of "What the Fuck." <laughs> I'll watch that in 2028. I, I, I know. I was like, I, I was about to say, I look forward to reviewing with you in uh, 10 years from now. Oh when my it's God. Dead last one. Ever do. It, honestly, it won't be dead last. It won't be. No, I promise. No. 
a part of me does want to review what the fuck just because it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm like oh my god i i want you to <laughs> only season three though <laughs> i don't want to talk to you about the other seasons because honestly i don't like them either it's yeah. just season three and i am a non-confrontational person <laughs> Oh, we're gonna fight and i swear we're gonna like boxing gloves no, we're, gonna, like we're gonna be like amira like, and mohammed <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like the mia episode where we can agree to disagree mm -hmm. and maybe we can help each other see it in a different way a little bit i would rather watch mia and alex break up again <laughs> than most of what the fox season three Damn. i like mia more than robe wow i just it's just it blows all right well, but you never know actually you know i i don't know upon you know second third rewatch because yeah. when i first watched season two nora season i was yeah. okay with william i was okay with him yeah and then on the rewatch i was like no i am not okay with him mm, <laughs> so you yeah. never know you know your opinion changes yeah it's true mm. although you this opinion is very hard hard set i think <laughs> deep in my dna yeah oh my god it really is <laughs> yeah. so wait, back to best song so forever yes. young was also used in uh, scam netherlands oh right yes yeah. right okay yeah yeah so that's like a that's like a well-established thing mm -hmm. yeah yeah but it's, you know, it's a song about, you know, being young, yeah. you know, youth, and yeah. a, a bit sentimental and nostalgic. Sure. So it's just a perfect song. And that remake with that uh, singer, you know, yes. hit the right notes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> On to language learned. What's a phrase that you learned? The word I chose is something Hannah said in the mm -hmm. Mia episode when they're having wine. And it mm -hmm. is <laughs> Bruce Baharong. Bruce Baharong. Wait, I remember hearing that. Bruce Baharong. It's like Bruce Baharong. Bruce Baharong. See, I can't do the German. I'm too mm. Norwegian now. I can't do that. <laughs> but it means chest hair. It's when she said yes, she yes, was yes, a yes, Spanish yes. guy mm -hmm. with chest hair. Mm -hmm. And it was like her, like drunk Hannah going, Bruce Baharong. <laughs> <Bruce> yeah. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> so that's my word. <laughs> nice, your... nice. I have two. Okay. Uh, the first one is Virashau. Ooh. So it's at the party when they're saying goodbye to Amira. And she's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to miss you guys. And then someone says, we'll miss you too. And it's Vidasha. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then the other one's a cheat, but whatever. It's, yeah. and I, I don't even know how to pronounce it correctly because they yeah. actually don't say it. It's a text at the end that says, Bisbal, Bisbal. Uh-huh. See you soon. Oh, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, at the very end. Yeah. You know, you know, oh, like see you soon. Oh, I see you soon. Yeah, when it's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. That's so. a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. On to trivia. Yes. All right. Hit us up with something good. Okay. Trivia. I wanted to know why we blow out candles on birthday cakes. Um, because of <laughs> to spread uh, germs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like it made me think. I was like, "Why do we do that? It's like such a weird thing. Why do you stick a candle in a in a cake and then mm -hmm. light it and blow it out?" So apparently, there are several theories about this, but the one that I found the most, and it, the internet says it's true, so it must be true. Mm -hmm. um, but I did check several sources. Okay. So, um, apparently, blowing out candles and making a wish originated with the ancient Greeks because mm. they would take like a round maybe not a cake but like a sweet and put a candle on it to pay um homage to artemis who is the goddess of the moon 
love Artemis. They yes. believe that the smoke carries to the gods, which is why people blow out candles. Oh. So like you're making a wish and it's like the smoke is going up to the gods and like mm. the reason it's like on a round cake with a candle. It's mm. ancient Greeks. Like who knew it's been around that long. That's cool. Yeah. So when Hannah does it for her mom, when she fake blows out a little pencil, mm-hmm. that's why it's going up to the heavens. Yeah. So that's very appropriate for that scene then. <laughs> it is, it is. But nowadays, most people don't blow out candles. <laughs> well, it depends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they probably shouldn't. They should. No, they just yeah. wave with like a yes. plate or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> what was yours? Funny enough, mine is related to food as well. Oh, okay. As you recall... Mia and Hannah, they were drinking red wine and Mm -hmm. oops, an accident. They spilled it all over that white carpet. So I looked up ways to remove red wine from the Oh, good. I was thinking that as I watched it. I was like, there are ways to get that out. Stop doing that. Oh, totally. So (laughs) you need a few things. You need hydrogen peroxide or white vinegar. So it's you have to mix two parts, hydrogen peroxide and one part dishwashing solution mm. and then you apply it to the carpet stain you blot it and you repeat it until the stain is gone sometimes you have to let it sit for a while like yeah. 20 minutes to an hour yeah. and then you just have to keep blotting and blotting yes. and blotting blotting is the key and not rubbing mm. it in like no were- that makes it worse that made yeah. it worse and i mean i get that they were drunk but like mm-hmm. that's the absolute worst thing you could do Mm -hmm. and the way they were laughing about it was really funny because that is definitely the drunk kind of thing you would do Oh, totally and then the (laughs) other way to get rid of the red wine is to pick up the rug throw it away and order a new one (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm sure that would be very affordable (laughs) you won't find out yeah no not at all later in the, the next scene when you saw you saw that the rug was still back there on the floor and i thought i wonder what that rug looks like right now oh, i know it looks like garbage <laughs> okay on to fashion toots and boots yeah so my boot is pretty weak because i don't know i feel like a lot of the clothes in these episodes were just sort of like blah like normal hoodies and jeans normal and stuff. drug wear yeah yeah, like just whatever. But um, I did. I was a little confused uh, in the same wine scene. Mia mm-hmm. had a cute dress on, but then she had these like big white gym socks on. And I was like, I get that she's home. Mm-hmm. But she I was like, why would she wear? I was I just kept thinking, I hope she wasn't wearing those socks when she was out. Mm-hmm. It was a cute dress. It was just kind of like she was wearing these big white socks. Yeah. <laughs> What's your boot? It's a it's a weird one too, and it's Mia. It's when she's yeah. in the tent with Amira. Oh, and it's yeah. her makeup. Oh. I don't know what it is. It makes her look a little bit dehydrated. Like the coloring oh. is off on her cheekbones. Yeah. Her mm. eyeshadow is just too dark. Yeah, I just yeah, like I did notice that actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I did notice in that scene that Amira's makeup was really good in that scene. Yes, yes. I, I was like, who did her dirty? Yeah, yeah, she looked good. It also threw me off because I, I really liked the vibe of the tent, the pictures and the carpet. And then yeah. Amira did look good with like her head wrap. And yeah. so I think Mia's makeup was just jarring to me. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why I chose that as my yeah. boot. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm with yeah. you on that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, what about your toot though? What did you like? So <laughs> my toot is Mateo's amazing party shirt. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Same here. I am so, I love the fact that a guy who dresses the way he does mm-hmm. when he gets dressed up wears that because, like, that doesn't make sense to me, but mm-hmm. he always does it. And I love it. It's, <laughs> it's like such a funny thing. It's like a character thing, you know? Mm-hmm. 
and it's a great shirt <laughs> it's it looks very luxe you know yeah. i love like it could be like from versace from you yeah. know, a few seasons ago with the gold yeah. and the black yeah it's it's yeah. from a tail it's great for him i know it's like amazing for him to like mm -hmm. look a little bit put together like good for him all right next up is everything is love what's something you're loving unrelated to scum and drug and tarii this is a little bit of a cheat but i'm just gonna give it up for oslo in general oh yeah, yeah because when you look forward to a trip for as long as i did and you look forward to just going to see a place as long as i did it often does not live up to expectations but right. oslo and just Norway in general, it was just such a wonderful place that oh. it just was so great. Like, and I had really good weather and, you know, like the people were really nice and it's just like full of big open green spaces and there's mm -hmm. cool art everywhere. And I don't know, it was just, it was, you know, I, I've traveled a lot and it's one of my favorite cities that I've ever been to. And it felt very home, homey to me. Uh -huh. So, so yeah, it was Oslo. Oslo is like where it's at. <laughs> oh, it seems like super special. And especially for you and especially after all the disappointments of the cancellations. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, like, yeah, you finally got to go there. I mean, if you win the mega millions, you can I know, live right? there. I know. It's true. Yeah, like it's such an expense. I was looking for a husband. Um, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't happen. I didn't find Darn. one. But I can just go back and try again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, alter love listeners. <laughs> yeah. If you're single in Norway, <laughs> hey, Rachel, I will play yeah. you then gladly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need. I just yeah. need an in. And mm -hmm. then I'll be happy. I mean, fine. You're I fluent in language. Yeah. yeah, like I speak the language. Just, just uh, DM me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Your kids can go to a Harvig. Yeah, Nissan. It's, it's true. So yeah, and... that's my, that's my everything is love. <laughs> it's an amazing, amazing trip. I love seeing all of your stories and your pictures. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> What's yours? So as a few people know, I just created my own plantstagram, which oh, is oh yes basically an Instagram for all of my plant hijinks. So I, okay. So yes, I have my own personal Instagram where I do post pictures of my plants, but I thought, why not create my own Instagram account where I can post not only pictures, I guess reels too, just <laughs> videos and just things about plants in general, because I have a lot of them and I, I want to share this hobby and interests of mine. So I created one. It's called Plantertaining. So if you want to, thank you. So if you want to follow it, follow it. Um, I fully support this hobby mm -hmm. and I'm glad that you want to share it with everybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So next up we have shout outs. Do you have anyone you'd like to shout out? Yeah. So I'm going to shout out all of the fan fiction writers of our fandom. Mm, yes. Because I have gotten involved with this group and it's like people. So there's the big bang that's yes. going on right now but then there's also people who are not participating in big bang but they're also posting their stories and it's just for anyone who wants more of especially like og because it's been over for so long and yeah. it's it's a very limited amount of content that we ever got it's like if you're into it and you like to read check out the fan fiction that's like on archive of our own because there's so much out there so and much. people are still creating new stuff. They work so hard on it. They're so talented and so creative. And, you know, 
I've been writing my own since October. It's it's been such a challenge and such a fun way to spend my time. And like I'm hoping I get to start finally posting it soon. But like yes. it's just like a cool, I don't know. It's just such hard work and it's so fulfilling and it's so fun to share your stories and the ideas that people come up with are so different. And mm-hmm. so yeah, like I would highly, I highly recommend checking out the tags on archive of our own and, you know, people that, you know, read fan fiction, like ask them for some recommendations. I have recommendations. I will soon have my own fic account mm-hmm. because I'm going to, once I start posting my own story, like I actually created it already. And, um, People can follow it if they want. It's Kosa Groupie Fix, but it's like I'm not using it until I start posting. Right. So, but people can follow it if they want. Um, but on that, I'll start posting more recommendations for other things because there are thousands of stories out there. But the cool thing is that there's still new ones that are always mm-hmm. coming. And um, so, yeah, I'm giving a shout out to all the fanfic writers because it's like they are doing the work. They are. It's a lot of work. Mm. And it's like that is free entertainment they are giving. Mm -hmm. And it's like it is high quality and awesome and it will make you feel feelings. And and, you know, you, you make more friends. And and also, if you do read it leave them comments and leave them and like let them know how much you like it even if it's just a little thing because i that's the thing that people don't necessarily realize like how much that's the lifeblood of what keeps people going Mm -hmm. work for so long on something like just any little comment it means so much to all the writers yeah yeah like i mean so so yeah that's my shout out all those writers you guys are doing it and and it keeps the fandom fresh and fun and that's been my most fun like discovery in the last couple of years is like just the fan fiction community. Mm-hmm. Of so nice, shout nice. out. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to have to go online and find some drug fanfics that help change my opinion of Mia now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there. I mean, I'm sure there are some, I don't know how many drug fanfics there are in general, but I'm sure there many. must be some. Yeah. I'm sure there yeah. must be about me i don't know yeah. maybe you have to write it <laughs> you can oh, read God. the way you wish that i'm gonna write the one about mia and what yeah. she drank and the yes. wine and how she created victoria and all of <laughs> right. that yeah. yeah that's what's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> so do you have a shout out do you have shout outs i'm gonna shout out nina underscore fan scam on yes. instagram she's yeah. she's great which funny enough, her picture is of Mia. Is- <laughs> yeah, Mia oh, right <laughs> Maybe I'll have to edit some stuff. Anyways, okay. okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm shouting out Nina. Thank you so much, Nina, for just being cool and awesome and active and a part of the scamly and yes. always one of the first to promote the episodes of the podcast. So a big shout out and thumbs up to you. Yes, Nina is, I feel like, taking up the mantle of the parallels that I refuse mm-hmm. to make anymore because they take so long. And so I always appreciate how much work goes into those because everything mm-hmm. that she posts is beautiful and she puts beautiful quotes that go with all of her posts. And mm-hmm. I like all of them. They're wonderful. Hell yeah. And yeah. another big shout out to people who are still posting pictures and not just reels on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> 
there are still some of us. There, yeah, there's still some. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if Instagram is trying to bury us under the ground. Oh, I know. But cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right. On to the most shallow but fun part of the podcast. I remember two of your hotties. So you had that one comedian guy and then you had Timmy. Yes. Who was your yes. other one? Uh, my other one, I believe, was Felix Sandman. Yes, from yes, yes. Tina. From the group. Yes. Yeah. Um, and also, by the way, I will give an update for my original hottie, who I still love. It had the gall to get married the week I was oh. in the day. So oh. I've been referring to him. His name is Martin Lepera, and uh-huh. he's, uh, he's a comedian and actor and radio host and he's all these things and he's a delightful human and he's the most ridiculous man alive but anyway i refer to him as my husband when i talk to my (laughs) friends about him and um he went and got married the week i was there and i was like excuse me you're my husband but But to a man or a woman to a woman oh even worse (laughs) uh i mean he's my i mean i could i could have gotten in there unfortunately Fortunately for him, she yeah. she is like the, also super cool, uh, yeah, sure and they've been and together awesome. a long time. And like yeah. I, whatever, I'm just joking, but like I'm very happy for him, and it seemed yes. like a lovely wedding. But <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. just like, how oh, I came here to steal him away before he got married, and then he went and got married when I was there. Yeah, but, but you know what? Married. One of my hotties just got married too. James oh, I Lawman. saw. Yes, yeah. I saw. Well, Mazel top to him. <laughs> I know, I know. Look at all of our hotties getting married. But you know what? Juan Betancourt, my current yeah. hottie. Mm-hmm. isn't married yet mm-hmm. or engaged yes. he has a girlfriend but mm-hmm. i don't know she's probably gonna snatch him up because he's hot yeah but yes anyway so rachel who's your hottie oh <laughs> my hottie is jensen ackles of uh you mean, eric from days of our lives <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> But but no, but Dean Winchester, (laughs) um, who he played for a thousand years on Supernatural, Mm -hmm. and now he's on The Boys, Mm -hmm. the show The Boys. And so I just finished watching The Boys like a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. And he is uh he's always been one of my favorites. Like Mm -hmm. he's just one of those people who is like beautiful, but also he's really funny and humble and mm-hmm. he's really cute. He has kids and he's always like posting pictures with his kids and stuff. And he's just like, a, he's like a gorgeous man. So that's my hottie and any supernatural fans hopefully will agree. <laughs> yeah. I remember him as Eric Brady from days of our lives. Yes. And then as Alec from dark angel. Oh my God. Was he really on he that? Was, no. He played twins. So he was like bad. And I think first, and then Alec later on. Really? Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. And then I think he was, then he was like on some other like WB show for like a hot or supernatural. Movie. Yeah, you know, like maybe it was like Dawson's Creek or something where oh, it was like you know yeah. a bit role, and then yeah, they like yeah. snatched them up for oh. supernatural. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I never had really seen him until Supernatural, but I watched mm-hmm. Supernatural for all the years it was on mm-hmm. from the beginning. Wow. It was on for like fifteen Dedicated. seasons. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was um, it was just like. A part of my life mm-hmm. <laughs> very, it shouldn't have gone on it should have ended after five seasons <laughs> yeah, but yeah. whatever but he just is so be- <laughs> that is my cat that i apologize um he <laughs> no, your cat agrees that jensen she is agrees. attractive mona loves jensen just as much as i do so yeah, <laughs> yeah. And for him, and he like got extra pumped to play this mm-hmm. role in the boys. And he, it's a very different kind of character than he ever played before. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Nice, nice. He's aging well too. Oh like, yeah, a fine wine. He's in his early, yeah. Like he's in his mid forties now, early mm-hmm. mid forties. Wow. And he's just like, he's, he looks really, 
good. And his kids are so cute, and he's so cute with his kids, so that always he, helps. He's married to Danielle Harris or Apple, something, right? Yeah, Danielle? yeah. Danielle, she was from yeah. one of those WB shows. Yeah, so. like One Tree Hill or something. Oh one Tree Hill. One of those yeah, kind of yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah, I actually don't remember. Eventually, she ended up on Supernatural for a mm. while. Like she, mm-hmm. she was like a recurring character, but I don't know what she was from originally. Wait, wasn't uh Jared Padalecki's wife also? Yeah, she was also too? on Supernatural. But I yeah. think he met her on Supernatural. Oh, I don't okay, know okay. other I don't know if they met on the set or she was on after they got married. Mm-hmm. But the, but Jared Padalecki's wife was a character on Supernatural and that's how they met. Oh, yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Wow, supernatural. Like it, you know, it was like an institution for a really, really long yeah. time. <laughs> I mean, those WB shows were amazing. I yeah. I mean, yeah, some I of them, some of them were were really good. A lot of them were mm. absolutely garbage. Yeah, but... yeah. <laughs> some of heaven. God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. God. But hey, a, a young a young Derek Hale, Tyler, what's his name from yeah. Team Wolf was on oh, there. God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. I yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> was T- no Teen Wolf was MTV, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, that it was, was MTV. WB yeah. Show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, Rachel. Shall we wrap it up? Sure. To our awesome and amazing listeners, if you'd like to write to us, send us an email at altarlovepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at altarlovepodcast. On Twitter, we are altar. See, I'm. I can't think- <laughs> I've had to say alt R so many times. I can say it once so and be okay with it. Yeah. But now that I'm saying it like four times and I'm trying not to look at you. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Follow us on in, follow us on Instagram at Alter Love Podcast. And then follow us on Twitter at Alter Love Pod. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us five stars because we're deserving. Uh, subscribe to us. Episodes come out every other mid-fuck, right? Yeah. Okay. Your turn, Rachel. Plug all your stuff. Oh, well, I have my scam account is Kosa Groupie. Mm-hmm. My Tarii account is Tarii Samvik Mo Daily. And I guess I can plug my new Fic account, which I haven't mm-hmm. actually used yet, but it's Kosa Groupie Fix. And uh, yeah, I think that's all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Rachel, you know, I have so much fun talking to you every single time. You. You every time. I look forward to this more every time because now it just feels like hanging out with a friend. You know, it's yeah, like we, we're just it, chatting. Yeah, it's just hanging out. So we said it wasn't going to be like more than two hours. It has been three hours. You know that, right? It been. <laughs> it's been three hours. I haven't even looked to see I've, what time it is, but yep, it has been. Yeah, it's been three hours now. But I'm yes. not surprised. But... I know, right? You're going to come back on for Nora season, so of just course. let me know which episodes, okay? I will, of course. Cool, cool, cool. But to our awesome, amazing listeners, thank you so much for listening to us. As always, Alt R <laughs> Love. Love. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Bye. Rachel. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>